0: Texans going up against the Jags. This is really interesting game because, come, the Texans scored about 24 points last week, albeit some of it was meh. But uh, everyone's high on the Jaguars. I don't think any of us, I don't think any of us expected or picked the Jaguars to be in the situation that they're in now. Um, in the sense of they they could win their division if they continue to play like this. Trevor Lawrence is very inconsistent at the minute in the sense of he'll do one amazing thing and then he'll mess it up but that's a young quarterback and that's a guy that wasn't coached last year in his first year in the league you got to give him time what's your thoughts on this game it's in jacksonville
1: well uh, the the big news in the lead-up to the game is obviously the retirement of the boat blake bortles has uh, decided to exit uh, stage left uh, after um, an nfl career in which he could and, and really should um, uh, have gone to the Super Bowl. Uh, some interesting decisions, as we all remember, in uh, that particular game. while well, Jack wasn't down. Um, anyway, uh, mo- moving along, I did see a great tweet from uh, F- Philip Heilman uh, earlier, which uh, <laughs> he, he had spoken to Bortles, right? back in, This was back in December 2016. And Bortles had uh, interceptions returned paid pick sixes in three games against the Texans, three games in a row. And so um, Heilman asks him, "What does what does he need to do better?" And Bortles replies, "I gotta be a better tackler." <laughs> Which is the perfect summation of Blake Bortles and Blake Bortles' NFL career. Kudos to to Blake Bortles. Your uh, at least that side of you will be missed if if not your Colin, play.
0: Blake Bortles could do a job in London on Sunday for for the, if Daniel Jones is out. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> we, we, we need someone to pour drinks. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. I mean, Daniel <laughs> can do that. And then, I'm joking, but like, Blake Bort, I'm surprised he's retired. I'm just putting it out there. I thought he could have got one more go. At the end of the day, if Case Keenum had a few years in him, and Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is on how much money in Miami at the minute. But Colum's right. Oh, he should have got to the Super Bowl. Can we talk about this game, please? Come on. The, the
1: thing to say about this game is the, the Jags are on the up. I mean, look, for, if you mentioned it earlier, if not for Lawrence's four, four fumbles last week they may have beaten the Eagles Um so the, the Jags have been very impressive talked about it on the show previously uh, what they do with their defense particularly in terms of their front seven really really impressive they're going to beat the Texans
2: yeah I don't want to be dismissive of Texans fans who may be out there watching the show and that we don't talk about them for too long the reality is this Jags offense is top 10 scoring in the league Their running game is top five in the league. They're going up against the worst rush team to stop the run in the league in the Texans. And whilst the Texans have some bright spots in their rookies, Damian Pierce and Nico Collins, who have done quite well, I don't see how they can live with a Jags team that are going in the right direction. And to play the Eagles so tight last week was promising them for the fumbles. Who knows? Texans have beaten the Jags eight times in a row. Well, that run is definitely going to come to an end on Sunday. It's the Jags all day for me.
3: Yeah, I mean, the Texans, we've talked a few things. I mean, they are the only team without a win in the NFL. They are throwing Lovey Smith under the bus, just like they threw um, their coach last year under the bus. Davis Mills is not the answer. He's had enough time to show that that's not the case. And yet they've no decent backup to even t- to consider moving to, unless you want to put Jeff Driscoll in, in a Driscoll special package. Um she might give us all a smile, but won't be very effective on an NFL football field. Um, look, the Jags, through the first quarter in the Eagles game, I'm sitting there going, oh, these Jags are totally for real. Like, these Jags are much better than we expected. Oh, my God, what a difference. I mean, Doug Peterson, I don't necessarily consider an absolute girl, though. he, that same offseason you were referring to, uh, postseason you are referring to, Colin, obviously did lead the Eagles to a Super Bowl over some team in New England who, who usually wins it. Um, so that was, uh, that, you know, he's making such a difference to that team just with good coaching, sensible coaching. The development of Trevor Lawrence is apparent week to week. Um, but that five turnovers and total the inception, the four fumbles is inexcusable. And it was all a little bit Cinderella-ish. Are they coming back down to earth with a bump? Um, if you ever wanted a pick-me-up game, Playing, yes, it's divisional rival. Yes, I also feel cheated that this isn't Thursday night football because this is always the perennial Thursday night football game, a bad interdivisional game between the Texans and the Jags. It just seems to be the epitome of a Thursday night football game, to be frank. Um, But this is a pick-me-up game. They're playing the worst team in in the NFL, statistically speaking, and from the evidence of our eyes thus far. Um, So they'll get back on track. They'll win the game. Um, what Lawrence, we consider continue to see him develop week, on, week in, week out. Um, and yeah, go Jags. Can, Michael, can I get a Duval? No, no Duval?
1: No
0: you Duval. Duval. I watched um, them the all 22 last week for Trevor Lawrence, and you know, obviously, one, one interception, four fumbles. Um, it's just uh, it's funny because people call Zach Wilson the bust and as it stands at the minute, his stats are quite similar to that of Trevor Lawrence in regards to interceptions fumbles so far in their careers um, what? Zach Wilson is a 4-10 record, he's got 16 total touchdowns, 18 combined interceptions of fumbles, Trevor Lawrence has got a 5-15 record, 20 total touchdowns 32 combined interceptions of fumbles but um.
2: Yes. Let's, let's bear in mind the circumstances that Trevor Lawrence was in last year. They're still quarterbacks. The Jets were crap last Orben year as well. Orban Meyer. That's just, all I have to yeah, say. Bro,
0: I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, but you're I, talking
2: about last season. Where's the relevance? Right. right now, they're they're going in the right direction this I mean, season. Where's
0: the relevance? They're both in their second season. I mean, like, they both have to learn sure. at certain points.
2: Exactly. Because only played one game this season.
0: Okay. Well, the Texans have four, six turnovers so far this season. That's 12th in the league, and they've turned the ball over. Five times, which is tenth in the league. And they haven't won a game. For some strange reason, I think Davis Mills will help them win the game on Sunday. And I think the Texans will win by a field goal in a poor offensive performance by the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars will come down to earth two and three. Don't shoot me, Jaguars fans. I know there's at least one in Ireland, and I know Mark is like a closeted Jaguars fan as well. So um we can go back to that at a different point. I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm always have a soft
3: spot for the Jaguars for the, uh, you know, how they allowed that amazing fourth quarter comeback
0: by Tom Brady. So yeah, love, love the Jags. Love the Jags.
2: The by the way, I'm mark. not
0: calling Zach Wilson the bust at all. I think he's got potential. I just think it's worth a discussion at some point. Okay. No comments. I, I, comments. I
3: mean, Michael, if you're not going to call him bust, I'll, I'll do it then for you. But like last week was the first week when I thought actually he might have potential and an opportunity, other than that, of calling him a bust probably every other week um, since he started in the NFL. But yeah, you, you're, I'm right. I'm, you're right. You're right. He does deserve a chance this year because they've actually got more of a functioning team, the Jets. Lovely to see.
1: Yeah, I, I, would, I, I don't think you. <laughs> Unless something goes terribly, terribly wrong, like Paxton Lynch-esque wrong, um, you got to give QBs three years to really figure out whether they're it or, or not, and a lot of times it depends on what, what is put around a QB. I, I do think the head coach has an, a, a huge impact on it. I think the players around them have a huge impact on it. We've seen QBs take strides. I think you know, people will point to Josh Allen, but, like, that's the outlier. But I think there should be a recognition of that you can help. You can really help young young QBs improve. I think the issue that Zach Wilson, where he needs to improve, is, is, is his accuracy. He he was 55% um, last year. Um, and obviously, look, last week he came in, he was fresh. They won the game, but I think it was 50% completion. You won't survive in the NFL unless you're at least in the the 60s. That's an area he's got to improve it. But I genuinely think you have to give him until the end of year three, at least before you can decide um, whether they're truly a, a bust or not. Some players prove instantaneously that they have it and that they belong, a la Justin Herbert. Some, like Paxton Lynch, show you that they don't have it immediately. But for the vast majority, it takes a little bit of time.
3: Even even Jamarcus Russell got three years paid. Even Johnny Manziel was in the league for three years. You know, I Man-Zee,
0: agree. Manziel, we give him. This is like an you call the Falcons, the Falcons. I was...
2: Yeah, but I haven't brought it yet.
0: Fun. Well, actually, no. I'm I'm gonna keep this question until we're in Arizona. I've been trying to ask this every week, and it's not I'll ask it in Arizona because it's funny. Okay, uh, next game we're gonna talk about is. The Lions go to the Patriots. Um, the Patriots have apparently won four out of the last five of these games. Um, this is an exciting game, Colin. The Lions uh, scored 40-odd points last week, led in 48. The Patriots done very, very well against Green Bay. Zap. And uh, yeah, l- looking forward to talking about this game and about these uh, two highly skilled offences.
1: Well, the the Lions are the the great entertainers of the the league and they put up 45 without their wide receiver one and without their RB one. Um, It's crazy that they A, did that, but B, having put up 45 points, um, they proceeded to lose the the game. I mean, the defense is at the shambles. I, I saw Florio... Um, or at least on Florida's website, there was a piece that said that they're on course for the second most points in NFL history behind only Peyton Manning's 2013 Broncos but they will uh, at the current rate um, they will concede the most points in NFL history surpassing even the 81 Colts who uh, were so bad they basically scared John Elway a couple of years later into saying nope not going there that's how bad um, that, that Colts defense was so it's going to to be interesting to see how they can fix that they have to get that fixed um and and if they don't sort it out they'll just continue to to lose games they'll entertain and they'll be um, really good to watch but it'll be no good if if they don't win games i i just think again that the patriots look i keep going back to it they're bill belichick coach team they'll always be competitive but they just don't have the weapons right now. Um they're they're down to their, you know, third uh, string QB. And I just don't think the running backs are very good. Um, but the I don't believe the wide receivers or the tight ends are. I think this might be the the week where the Lions get it figured out. I'm gonna say the Lions get the, the win, but that's on the caveat that they they figure out the defence enough to hold the Patriots in check. Would I be surprised if it went the other way? No, but I'm going to say this is the week the Lions manage to get it done.
2: Zapp. I think Zapp will have a good day on Sunday. Zappi? Zappi, Zappi. Bailey Zappy. He might be having a few Baileys after the game. Maybe Bill Belichick will enjoy a couple of Baileys after the game because I, I believe the Patriots will... Well, win Sunday, and I think they will be the first team this season to really slow down this this Lions' offensive rear guard has been significant. The columns right rightly called out players were missing last week, didn't miss a trick. But defensively, they're still erratic. And um, you have to—I I can't help you be impressed with the Pages over the past two weeks, right? They haven't got the results to, that they would have wanted, but they're going up against two teams that a lot of people feel will be in the contention for the playoffs. And the Ravens are home that week—you know, if it wasn't for interceptions, they could have won the game. They had an opportunity to take the lead late on, and last week. It was, you know, as we said on Monday show, 15 extra yards on, the, on that drive in overtime, and who knows, they could have potentially won the game, or at least given Falk an opportunity to kick a winning field goal. And they were playing for Bill Belichick. He, as Colin has rightly said, it doesn't matter what the level of talent that's available to the Patriots. He always finds a way to get a performance out of his players. They'll lean on the run game. I think they'll have nice methodical drives, keep the Lions' offence off the field. I don't think this can be actually the nature of what we've seen for the Lions so far this season. I think this is the week they come down back to earth offensively and I think the Patriots will win this game
3: there was once upon a time a children's TV program called Brainbow and you had Bungle Zippy and George the Patriots don't quite well I mean let's say let's say Damian Harris is Bungle Raymond Stevenson is going to be George and of course Zippy is talking? played by Zappy i'm just saying there's a famous big three of bungle zippy and george and the patriots have a version of bungle and george and then zippy zappy instead of zippy
2: the a's, dis- the a's disconnect is coming through loud and clear on this show tonight. yeah i know <laughs> Jesus, that's lads.
0: like this is like <laughs> you're, too people your
3: along, Michael. you're going like what are you talking about i love this this is great anyway um irish nfl three... show
0: now on tiktok uh, for all the young ones out there <laughs>
3: Huh? What? Um, Sorry, the um, Patriots have those three they're going to have to rely upon. They're going to have to rely upon the run game. It was very effective against the Packers. You mentioned about looking at the All-22. I was looking at it as well. The, The Packers' run contain was abysmal last weekend. I mean, yes, the Patriots did a great job, but I mean... They crashed down interior. They did not seal the edge at all. There was no protection of that. I tell you, if they do that against the Giants, Barkley's going to have a field play. That, so that will be an interesting thing to watch if they rectify that, and they are generally a good defense. Um, but, yeah, the Lions are so entertaining. I Look, with my fan hat on, I really hope Bill Belichick can do to Jared Goff what he did to him in a Super Bowl not too long ago, and completely confuse and bamboozle him and give him a horrible, horrible day altogether. But the Lions are so much damn fun and so entertaining, I do worry about how many points they will put on the board. Uh, To me, it's really tight. I don't, you know, the Patriots aren't world beaters this year. They're one of these teams. They could be any team on their day, on an any given Sunday context, especially with Belichick coaching them, but they could equally very easily lose to any team in the league and it wouldn't necessarily surprise me. Um, They're at home. I'm going to go with it. They at least get back up to two and three and they find a way past the Lions, but it would not surprise me for the Lions to win this. So I'll take the Patriots. Um, Please, please, God, please take pity on them. Um, But, you know, I can imagine every neutral's fans heart is going to be with uh, the red zone darlings the Detroit
0: Lions no doubt this game's on Sky um, if you're zappy and you know it clap your hands uh, I haven't picked the Patriots so far this year and we're in week 5 and it's ironic that we're in week 5 and it sort of makes you think like were the Patriots good last week or were the Packers awful because at one point last week Bailey zappy who looks more like Mac Jones than Mac Jones looks like, It was out playing Aaron Rodgers. And we're all getting hyped up about the Packers coming over here this weekend and they were absolute god-awful. And don't get me wrong, do not get me wrong, teams can have bad performances on a weekday, on a Sunday. I mean, there's been at least two Sundays so far this year that the Packers have been poor. The Patriots have had a couple of interesting games. They've tried to get over the line in certain situations. The ironic thing, I think, is... I think they're going to win this game I think they'll stop Detroit I think they'll rely on their own game and I think Zappi Zappi Zappity Zippity, Zapp will have two passing touchdowns to uh, Randy Moss sorry sorry, uh, Devante Parker and they'll win the game by a field goal um, and I'm picking the Patriots for the first time this season looking forward to uh, this game and uh, no doubt Brian will have it on in the taxi on the way to the air Iroperto air- on Sunday evening and we're not talking about this game anymore. Moving on. The next game... Uh, oh, okay. This is the end of this podcast segment.